Shares of Rivian are slipping in the aftermarket. It's been a tough trade since the highs after its debut, but that's not terribly unique in a market where growth stocks and futuristic trades have been punished lately. Dan Ives is here with us, thank goodness, joining us on the phone from Wedbush Securities, of course. Dan, I wanna talk big market picture with you. Thanks for being here this afternoon, but let's start with Rivian. Uh, these numbers here where they say they're going to fall short of their expected production by a few hundred. What does that mean? Yeah, I mean, look, there's a lot of focus on what their delivery timeline is going to be given the chip shortage. That, that That's really the focus of investors. No one's doubting the demand story. I mean, demand's really sold out through 2023. But it's about the chip shortage and how they can navigate that. And, and, and that... You'll see a knee-jerk reaction with the stock down. I, I kind of view it in more as noise. I, we're talking about ultimately something very near-term, very bullish on this name in terms of where they're going and their seat in the EV revolution. They've uh, uh, got a $130 price target uh, from you and looking for uh, this company to uh, be the effective world's first EV SUV pickup outdoor vehicle brand. Uh, you and I have talked about the competitive aspect before with other trucks. Uh, how soon do they need to solidify that role? Uh, is that not just contingent on the quality of the car, but the timing too? Do they need to be that first mover? Well, first mover is important because right now there's an arms race going after pickup. I mean, look at Ford F-150, the, the Lightning. You know, of course, you're going to have Cybertruck next year. You have GM with the Hummer. Rivian is a special story because they've had the $10 they've raised to date through Amazon, Ford, and other investors. They've gotten to full scale, which is important. But now it's about first mover. It's because now you've got to convert the reservations and you've got to expand those. But this is a very crucial 6 to 12 months for Rivian. They're talking about building another plant now. In, in Atlanta from a capacity perspective. But first mover is going to be key, and that's why a lot of focus on the conference call to see what we look like in terms of deliveries for 2022. Uh, is there uh, any overall broad sector pressure that could uh, change the bullish outlook on these? What do you think about how the market is punishing these companies over the last couple of weeks uh, just across uh, all the growth categories? Yeah, I mean, look, obviously with the Fed and, and more sensitivity to valuations, you know, with rates going up in 2022, you'll see this reaction with some of the froth. But I believe many have kind of gotten thrown out into the garbage from, a, from some of these stocks that there are going to be huge home runs into the next year. When I look at software, cybersecurity, 5G, and even a lot of EVs, Fundamentally, that story is not changing because the Fed's raising two or three times. And, you know, this is a fourth industrial revolution. I mean, you've talked about it many times. It's why we believe the NASDAQ 19,000 is our target. We'll have this digestion period. The haters will come out. You know, the bears will come out of their caves talking about this is the end for tech. And then we'll be sitting here a year from now looking at tech being up, you know, 20, 30%. So that's, that's our thesis. It's been our thesis for the last decade. And, and that doesn't change, especially what we see in terms of the fundamental growth stories playing out. 
Dan, you made uh, the same statement in September. You were spot on as the Nasdaq pulled back. You said, get ready, we're going to be making highs. And that bullish take, of course, has been correct. Tesla as well, your a very bullish take has held on there too. Do we need to get specific within the growth categories? You mentioned some of the software names and others. I know we're kind of branching out the conversation, but the autos getting started in debuting these vehicles versus some of the software tech, maybe even some of the hardware tech with the demand from last year, is there a favoritism that could shift towards some of the auto tech as opposed to our software and chip maker side of the market? Yeah, I think to that point, you raise a great point because I think it's more of a stock picker's market in tech going into the next, call it six to nine months, as you go into 2022. When I look at cloud software, names like Microsoft continue to be our favorite. I look at cybersecurity in terms of how that's positioned. Still love the sector in terms of the growth, names like Dscale or Cyber are tenable. When you look at auto, you know, I think there's ways to play it I, on the re-rating with GM and Ford. I think those continue to get re-rated on an EV perspective. And, of course, Tesla remains our favorite. But I, I think there are supply chain plays, too, like Live Cycle and others that, that, that are great ways to play this green tidal wave that, that's going to be the biggest transformation to the auto industry since 1950. All right. Uh, Dan, thanks for checking in. Appreciate you jumping on the phone with us. Thank Have you. a great night. Dan Ives joining us, Managing Director at Wedbush still holding strong on the bullish take for growth themes going into next year.